When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite. Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more info. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fessley. There's Big Dick Toledo, and we're ready to go. Post Pussycat. Oh, yeah. You got your drinking band oh, on. Oh, I still got my band on. Oh, jeez. got my, my marquee <laughs> band on. Oh, yeah, Faster Pussycat, last night. Marquee Theater. Did they really need to card anybody? How many kids are going to be at that Let show? Let me tell you this. Nobody got carded. <laughs> are you drinking? Yeah, strap in. And surprisingly, there was one person there. I, I felt sorry for her, as you could very easily scan the room at right. Marquee, because there were maybe 250 people there. Maybe packed house. Oh, it was jammed for them. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the uh, looking around and I see this this dad, probably about mid fifties, early fifties, and his twenty year old daughter. She just one of those moments where like, you don't listen to what dad just listen to, and just trying to get his kid involved. She was daddy daughter date miserable. <laughs> so there I am with the great John Gordon. All right, buddy, we're going to do this thing, baby. Yeah. Now there's no one home in my house of pain. Me and John, my friend Rick, standing with nobody near us, watching Faster Pussycat. Absolutely kill it. They for were the, great. For the fifth time, this is the, my the fifth best. Time through. Is this fifth yeah, time is through. the worst, best time? Or yeah. uh, this was the most polished, most sober, like best performance Faster Pussycat had. And like uh, Tamey Down has done something to his voice. Where he can actually kind of sing. Oh. He's not just screeching anymore. It was really good. Now, my only beef was, I mean, Brady, you can relate to this. Everybody out there listening is like, you go to a Faster Pussycat show. You want to hear Poison Ivy. No Poison Ivy. What? I know. 
I know. Oh, that's one of their songs? It's one of their songs, oh, okay. Brett. It's a good, big one. It's a big one. It was a, he still has a yeah, no-hitter going. John Gordon turns to me and he goes, I think I've heard it. He goes, uh, <laughs> well, there's no Poison Ivy, there's no Encore, what's going on? An hour and ten minutes. That was their stage. In and out. Tight and, set. And they mentioned a few times that it was the uh, last last date of the tour, which the night before they were at a place called Bombers in El Paso. So they're crushing. <laughs> but we uh, pleasantly surprised. Now, here's the fun part of the whole thing. As we wandered in, uh, my friend Rick and I, and, and shockingly, zero trouble parking. I drove right and like got a spot pretty close to the front. Like second from the front row. I was in the second row. Pretty good. Uh, the security was actually uh, one of the security ladies, I believe, was knitting and sitting next to a guy at a fold-out table just watching people. Nothing really Perfect time for a sweater. There were a few Tempe police officers that had the easiest job I've ever seen in my life, which is to stand outside of a Marquee Theater and talk because they were just chatting about other cops. Hilarious. Uh, so Rick and I are there. We walk in. You know, the bar is first. Uh, it took us uh, all but seven seconds to get a couple drinks. But we went in and I said, what do we do first, Rick? Do we get drinks or do we get merch? And Rick very comically says, we got to get merch before they sell out. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> no merch. What? The Pussycat doesn't bring merch. I don't think they can afford to print it. Oh, you got to be kidding <laughs> me. No shirts. But there were shirts in the crowd online and stuff. I think you can get them. But uh, it was hilarious. So they don't have one for their tour. The yeah, saddest. Yeah, that's what we thought. And it's the last night of the tour, so I think they probably just printed up enough. Like we'll and sell, blew them we'll out sell five. On. We'll sell five a night, and they got shocked when they were at Bombers in El Paso that nine shirts sold, and that blew their Phoenix load. So <laughs> it was hilarious. But my my friend Rick pulls in and he goes, "Man, uh, the ticket, you know, that didn't cost me anything." Uh, and then. Uh, the the you know because it's a cash place, so you always so you brought like sixty dollars. Cash only, goes, huh? I got a couple drinks. And he goes, and then I had money for a shirt. And, uh, and he said, but they got me at the parking lot for 10 And I said, wait, you paid $10 to park? He goes, yeah, I was going to go down the street and walk, but I just figured it's right here. And I'm like, nobody was charging for parking, Rick. There was, it was free. Like, there was oh, no. Oh, yes. You just you gave, the and I'm pretty sure he gave one of the band members, because he pulled in the back way off of Washington or Curry or whatever that is. He pulled in the back off of that, and they charged him $10 to pull in. If you go in off a mill, there was nobody there. And he said, what? And I'm like, yeah. I said, you get, you pulled in, you got charged $10. I'm almost positive it was faster pussycat. Take him what <laughs> they could. just could Brent only Muscat. man one gate yeah, it was, to charge that's parking. It. They, they only charge for one. Idiots that come in from the west side of Marquee <laughs> Theater. Uh, Smith didn't show oh, up. Oh, hilarious. So I'm like, right. And he's, his face just like fell like, what? And I'm like, yeah. There's no charge for parking. <laughs> I, I paid $10. I'm like, first off, faster pussycat show. Or, you know, anything like uh, Red Knot Chili Peppers, who will be coming to the Marquee Theater soon. Anybody standing in the parking lot has the nerve to go, $10. You just say no. I mean, no. I'm just going <laughs> to park. No, you're not charging me for parking in a giant empty parking lot. No. Ten bucks, bro. I'm, it was Brett Muscat or Tie Me Down. <laughs> and we're standing around, ten bucks, bro. Ten dollars. And Rick gladly, gladly, gladly handed over the sawbuck. And Faster Pussy got laughed and laughed and laughed, and then probably need gas money to get got, home. Yeah, put a little bit in the bus. John Gordon and I got into a debate on what the guarantee was for Faster Pussy. Got, I'm like, there isn't a guarantee. They're paying for this themselves. Maybe the Marquee Theater gives them enough for uh, fees to get there. Like we give you like 150 dollars for gas, and then 500 dollars for your band, and then you guys can pick up some of the door, which will be zero. It was the most. 
It was so empty. It was just pathetic. You know that picture that Eggleston did yesterday, me and John standing there by ourselves? Yeah. It was pretty darn close to that. There were Brett was going to post it yeah, There were three rows of people. And Marquee is, is not small. When it's empty, you realize how big it is. There was nobody there. Did it they was, have the curtain up at least? So uh-huh. it was half house? It didn't matter. You could still see oh. beyond the curtain. It didn't make it to that curtain by any stretch. Oh. I mean, it was if, if the curtain was the back wall for real, it would have been empty. <laughs> 15 feet back. It was, it was about, well, you know where the sound booth is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was about 10 feet in front of that. Oh, jeez. And it was still like just plenty of room to room. We were, <laughs> we were singing and yelling, and it was hilarious. Best show yet, though. It was a it was a good intimate, closer. Very intimate. Very intimate. And it would have been really good if it was at like the Mason Jar, or what do they call yeah. that now? Rebel Lounge. Rebel Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but yeah, it would have been great at that. If there was room for two hundred people and two hundred people showed up, it would have felt great. But it was huge, and it was the last night. They kept calling it a tour, and I'm like, stop it, stop, stop embarrassing yourselves. This is just a one off. This is not a tour. But it was pretty funny, and they're fun. They're just dumb fun. It reminded me of something that's been missing from rock, which is just. Let's just screw around and have fun. These guys are not in it for the money. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. They're still living that. They're in it. No, I know. I hope not, too. (laughs) They're living the life of the, uh, you know, the rainbow and the whiskey go-go down in the Sunset Strip. And they're still in it. They're in their late 50s, early 60s. Not all of them. A couple of new guys in there. And they were were playing music because they love to play music. It was... It was evident. Like, look, there's a small audience for this, and we're going to play to them. And they were... If I can cover my bills the rest of the year... Yeah, so they I'll had, do this all my they entire can't cover, life. Brady, they cannot cover their bills. All of them are running tile somewhere for a for a. They're 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 definitely well. That's from, what I'm saying. They have a job so they can tour. Oh yeah, the they're not covering a bill from. So Taney will still be at QT at uh, Peoria in the 17 tonight. Okay. Tonight he's going to be working uh, the the graveyard out there at one of those QTs. I did love like behind them was this big scrim, faster pussycat. There, you know, it says it. But it was blocked, and all I could see, and I'm doing this. We're, John Gordon and I decided to do this. I haven't talked to anybody else in the band. I don't know if my band wants to. We'll put a band together. But for uh, uh, around April, late March, April next year, we're going to resurrect a bunch of old 80s songs and call it Easter Pussycat. Because all I could see with Faster Pussycat, it looked like the F was an E. I'm like, Easter, Easter. Pussycat is phenomenal. We'll do it at the Easter keg thing. Easter Pussycat, we resurrect the 80s just for a night, just for one night. Nobody wants to hear it, but it is fun. And there were uh, there were a few ladies there from Uh-oh. from the eighties. Not good. Okay, <laughs> not good. But I'll tell you this: the guys didn't look good either. Oh yeah. Nobody nobody was walking around feeling. Look, when I walk around confident in my appearance, as far as like I'm probably the best looking guy in here. You know, it's a room of of dregs. I wouldn't say I'm the best looking guy in there because I'll never say those words. But I was top ten. <laughs> that was top ten. It was sad, but there's only you know attitude. Vader would have killed it in there. Vader would have been closing. <laughs> Let me say this: even Vader would have probably just gone. I'm going home alone. <laughs> there wasn't a lot to choose from. A lot of people uh, that you know knew the words and had that. They were there for faster. There's some decent sing-alongs. It's a lot of singing along. Yeah, songs I forgot. Do they separate the crowd at all for Brady? a song? You can't this miss. side. No, no. But the one dude kept going, let me hear you, Phoenix. I'm like, there's not a lot of Phoenix here. Just don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. There was a lot of feelings like, just don't bring that up. To me, it was like, shh, just, just play. One continuous song would have been nice. Come on, Phoenix. Let me hear you over here. And then the guy would just like do his finger like, come on. 
It's like, this is as loud as 180 people can get. You really are barking up the wrong tree. Did Brady, all of the members, um, did they leave the stage with just the drummer only doing a session? No, I was waiting for that because that was very 80s. And, yeah. I, and I started to think to myself, are they going to do like the solo show-off guitar? Yeah. Or are they going to do a big thing? No, not really. I mean, they were on stage for an hour. But with lyrics like, with a slip of the tongue, I'm in deep. So bad off I can taste it. I buried myself with a slip of the tongue. And you remember that while you're singing along, like, this is what we're talking about. All, and then and then that was it. And he kept saying, it's all about the Phoenix. And I'm like, all right, it's all about the Big P. They don't so, care. And they're singing to a bunch of dudes about how great it is to get ass. <laughs> and nobody's getting any in there. So, John, you're telling me Porkopolis was a lot like Faster Pussycat, not in it for the money? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but for the love of something no one wants. It was just uh, love cooking, man. Yeah, it was just <laughs> standing in an empty room doing what you love. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, it was, yeah, but it was the pussycat. 25 bucks a ticket, and for my friend Rick, 10 more to park. And I started to, like, count people. I, I could have finished counting the crowd had they held still. But I was counting, like, in front of me, and then I tried to do a little bit of a, a math thing. We can get your merch online. No, I don't want merch. But, but it's purchasing has been disabled while they're on tour, so apparently they, they don't even have anybody stuff. to do can't it. handle it, man. <laughs> They're out of stuff. Bro, I can't ship it out. I'm singing tonight. Demand yeah. is too high. And the, yeah, and the guy that actually does they're all the, the mailing. They're their own co-packer. Uh, positive of it. And I don't want merch online. I can do that anytime. I wanted the stuff out of the back of one of their cars. <laughs> I got this one, bro, but it's an XL. I'll take it. Yeah, it was, uh, but there were people there who had the gear and everything. I was shocked. And just the folks that are, that are like super excited. I was having fun, but it's like there are people who that they lived for this. That was a moment, and a lot of people went alone. John Gordon showed up, and I stood there like, "Who'd you come with?" I'm here by myself, man. Well, I'm like, how no, do you? Jackie do wasn't going. Go no, nobody's saying who's going to this. <laughs> it was hard for me because the social anxiety thing keeps me from doing a lot of stuff by myself. So I got out of the car and I walked up. I'm like, "There's no crowd. This is like walking through an empty field." And I walked up to the front, had to wait for my friend Rick. And just waiting was hard because I'm like, but there was nobody around. And then John Gordon's inside just rocking by himself. I'm like, I could never do that. I could never be in here alone and crush. A lot of people <laughs> and there. shred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people there were friends of the other band. And I forget the name of the band that gave us tickets because they dropped them off, but they played. And I talked to a couple of those guys. Um, we said yeah, a couple they were, Yeah, they were. Uh, Burning something. I don't remember what it was. But they were there. Toledo friends was here. Well, here's the thing. Oh, Choke Chain. Oh. Yeah, and the guys from Choke Chain were nice. They brought, they dropped tickets off and a little zip drive of their music. But they played, and then they were standing up front. And I'm like, okay, so some of these guys are actually supporting, actually. You can eliminate about 25 people total. They had tickets to give away because they gave me four. So I was part of Choke Chain's thing without actually knowing Choke Chain. So that's probably a good 20 people that didn't pay. <laughs> it's it was It was hilarious. But I don't have any bad stories. I don't have any, like... It was just atrocious. I actually that was started, a good night. It was a good night. It was you know they were reasonable with their time. They're in their late fifties. They're not staying out late. I was home by midnight. It was actually pretty decent. Caught the game. 
I caught the Steelers game. I had a, a little workout, uh, turkey sandwich. So you missed the uh, 50, the marathon speed walk? Yeah. Oh, I watched some of the speed walk. You, you had alerted me, and I was well, well ahead of you. I watched the kickoff of the speed <laughs> the walk. The last one. I didn't see the uh, – yeah, they're not going to do it anymore, yep. right? Yeah. The, because uh, it's re- – <laughs> Well, it's the dumbest thing in the world. But the Chinaman just took off. I don't know if you won it. No, he he fades. Oh, and he dropped to the ground midway. It's thirty-two miles. Started started pounding his chest. It looks like he's going to stroke out or whatever. Gets back up, but he was out. It was thirty-two miles of speed walking. A Polish guy won it. Okay, (laughs) because it's the stupidest sport in the world. Speed walking. We slept through that here with these two. (laughs) Imagine that for for almost uh, three and a half hours. No, you guys couldn't do it in two and a half minutes. You were gassed. I mean, it is an athletic endeavor. um, Seven-minute miles. On the That's amazing. That is amazing. But it's forever. I mean, when they televised it and they said it's like 50 kilometers. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be forever. Anyway. Yeah, so I didn't watch much of that because I wanted to. Yellow cards. I didn't want to kill myself. Yeah, when you when <laughs> you lift your box. feet. If you lift your feet, they give you a yellow card. Too many yellow cards from the same judge means you're out. Yeah, it was. I'm not watching that. That's instant death. I'd rather be in Faster Pussycat than watch speed walking. <laughs> But yeah, that and, and, speed uh, canoe sprint was pretty awesome. Yeah, you had a, he had a worse night than me. Yeah, no kidding. Brady's, Brady's it's right before the game. Yeah, you can't make fun of my entertainment when this was your day. Speed canoe. It was a good day, like John. <laughs> nope. Was it? Nope. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather rehearse with Faster Pussycat. <laughs> Learn all their songs than do what you did yesterday. A little August football, a little preseason football, which was dreadful. And some yeah, Faster I didn't, Pussycat. I, you know, the first... Yeah. Basically first half on preseason. You add speed walking to that. And you know what you are, Brady? You're a goddamn American. Yeah. You probably had some ranch dressing on your chest in a dipping bowl for everything. Good to see the Hall of Fame class. That's That was fun to watch. Well, we'll get into that later. But the, uh, yeah, so faster pussycat as you manage to get out of town today. I'm proud of you. We'll post some videos of John and I singing House of Pain in an empty room with a band. Cars broke down, bro. You got, uh. <laughs> you need 10 more bucks. Help? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were backdooring all the people who tried to park on the bus side because Rick, he just assumed that's what's normal. That's how normal things are for us now with paying to park. You got to use this parking lot, it's $10. And he just did it. And I'm like, not for faster pussycat. How dare you? How dare you even utter the words $10 extra? No. <laughs> During one of the songs. It's only five at Yachtly Crew. Yeah, well, Yachtly Crew shouldn't be charging anything. I would go to that, though. <laughs> I walked to the bar, and uh, the bartender was there scrubbing up. And there are there are more people at every dive bar on a Thursday night in Phoenix than there were at the bar at Marquee last night with a band playing. And I'm like, you having a good night? And she just looked at me. Didn't didn't say a word. Just looked at me like, really, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so were you guilted and saying I got to throw her some extra? No, I didn't like the attitude. Yeah, okay. Stiffer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always I tip consistently. But I did kind of I, – I didn't feel any guilt to throw her more. That's not my job. And Toledo would have thought that. Socialism is that way. It's like, look, you took this job. And you're charging me uh, $28 for two drinks. Can't hit it out of the park every night. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah, you're working the marquee bar on Faster Pussycat Night. Did you think you were going home with rent tonight? I, I doubt it. That would have been rough, though, to walk out of Marquee Theater as a bartender last night. Maybe made 80 bucks. That's a but got some night. sweet tunes. You you did get to listen to something no one hears at all, ever. 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 Still. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Zero resurgence. I kept trying to tell my friend Chris with 80s music, 
I'm like, I got to be honest, Chris. They sound tight. This this band sounds really good. And he goes, now you're coming around. I'm like, come on, settle down. This isn't going to be like a regular thing. But they did sound better than I expected. So I enjoyed it. Fifth time. My fifth time with Faster Pussycat. That's got to be, I mean, between that, I've seen, I've seen them more than I've seen Alice in Chains. One of my favorite bands. Seen them a lot more than I've seen Soundgarden. I've seen Pearl Jam a couple of times. Uh, I've seen uh, Seven Dust might be the only band I've seen more than that. Stop. And Nothing to be proud of. No, right? no, I mean, I'm just. I, I know they're a top fiver, is what I'm saying. <laughs> there were a couple people there I saw that I'm, even Rick tapped me in the shoulder and goes, The guy in front of you, there's a big, overweight dude just eating up every word. And Rick goes, He's seen him more than five. Like, because I was thinking, I think I might be the guy who's seen them more than anyone in here. Uh uh-uh. uh. You didn't bro up with him? Go, uh-uh. go check it out. I filmed You're them. up there, though. I filmed him for a little bit. I'm in, I'm in the upper echelon. I'm in the platinum club. I should get a free goddamn t shirt. Yeah. What about there's no merch. Five time club. <laughs> There's no merch, man. What about the twenty year old dad? Was he? Uh, did he know all the words? Uh, he was active, but his daughter was such a lump. Oh. Like she was so unhappy. They stood back in by the soundboard, and just she just had her arms crossed all day. Just miserable. <laughs> she was dressed like an, a normal twenty year old girl. Like it, I shouldn't be here. Like I'm. Look at I'm normal. I'm an Instagram girl. I'm not. And dad was. You want your car or not? You're it, going with me. I like those moments. There's something that she's going there to. Yeah, she's definitely paying a new fee computer or lost a bet. What you're saying yeah. is she lost a bet or she loses something if she yeah. doesn't go. Yeah. You like driving that Accord around? You're going to go with your old man to faster pussy get. Damn it, Dad! I've got to get up tomorrow. You're not getting up for anything. <laughs> My worst thought was it was the poor girl's 21st birthday, and that was Dad's gift. We're going to go drinking, and your power hour starts at midnight. The cat should still be on. I don't want to go to this. You're going. Your old man's 21st birthday was a fast you push cat and so is yours. She's supposed to be. She was miserable. I almost wore my Christopher Cross shirt. Oh, that would have been Which fine. would have been great, but I chose against it. Steeler night. Uh, at 6.05. Let's get a wake-up song. Maybe a faster pussycat song. Poison Ivy was noticeably absent from the playlist last night, Brady. I was very upset I about why. it. I hate I, when bands do that. I don't know. It was a big one. Last time, what about the does? new stuff. Oh, no, they did a couple of those. They did Nola? They did Nola. It was okay. They sounded fine. (laughs) Nola. I just just went and got drinks from that uh, cockeyed bartender that didn't want to be there. Because last time Seven Dust was here, they didn't play Black, which is like one of their biggest songs, if not the biggest song. How do you not do that? Right. And I was like, I was was telling Miss New Booty, I'm like, all right, it's going to be an encore, encore, encore. Here come the lights. I'm like, really? That was the fun thing about last night. It's hard to do an encore when 200 people are there. Yeah. So Marquis flashed the house lights once after the band left. So that Phoenix, you are the best. All right. And they leave the stage and the crowd's trying. But it sounds like a small group of people cheering. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. It's not this. Hip, hip. Boom. Yeah, it's kind of one of those. It's like a Monty Python. Oh. It was like golf with an occasional shout. And then the, the house lights came on and people went, oh. And like half of them said they're not coming back. And I'm like, no, no, they've got to. They've got to do Poison Ivy. They've got to do You're So Vain. They've, they've got a couple left. Nope, minute 10. And then- House lights went back down again. Like, oh, yeah, yay, yay. And then they came back on. I'm like, they're, we're not, and then everybody just walked out. Zero traffic problems leaving. It was the easiest show I've ever <laughs> been to. I've never, I've had more trouble getting out of a McDonald's drive through than I have last night. It was so easy, but it was fun. It was pretty funny. So uh, I highly recommend it. And we'll get a wake up song. And maybe if it's on the list, we'll, uh, Post-concert Psyching Rock. It's too bad you weren't here, Brett, doing overnights. Because I'd have given you a call. 
said, hit me hard with some pussycat on the drive home. Pussycat I've got a, side show? Yeah, while I'm trying to fight out of this. Tr- okay, I'm home. Never mind. Never mind. I made it out real easy. When you was- mentioned the Seven Dust thing on that uh, Woodstock 99 documentary, yeah, Moby's crying the whole time about how uh, they had a big uh, board out front with all the bands on there. And Moby wasn't on there. He's like, there's a bunch of bands that you wouldn't even know. And they show Seven Dust. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Ooh. Well, Moby was right. But in 99, you didn't know them yet. Right. They were coming on. That's a good documentary. Uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! If the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.